Dorian just crawling through the Grand Bahama Island now, continuing just a little north and northeast of Freeport, essentially stalling. But that stall is critical for Florida and Jacksonville. Not good for the northwestern Bahamas, but it's an indication that the storm is ready to turn. We should start to see more of a northwest move through the day today and into this evening. Already seen hints of that over the last few hours. And then more of a sustained northwest and northward direction of movement tonight and tomorrow. On that track, that takes a powerful Dorian, at least as a Cat 4, uh, very near Cape Canaveral, and still possibly the eyewall hitting Cape Canaveral later tonight and during the day tomorrow. And then that move north that takes it about approximately 75 to 80 miles to the east of Jacksonville. That is, again, still a slight shift eastward over the past 24 hours, but essentially unchanged since about Saturday or so. And is a little bit outside of the range of where Matthew went three years ago. So that's some good news for our beaches and, and uh, certainly inland. Now, having said that, this is still a battering of the beaches Wave heights may reach 20 feet or greater by tomorrow night through Wednesday into Wednesday night. Obviously, very dangerous conditions at our beaches and in the water. The best advice is to stay out of the water. And we'll see some flooding, especially at times of high tide. Breaches of the dunes are a possibility with water spilling into the streets of some of our coastal communities. Obviously, in some of the flood-prone areas, that's pretty much a given. Rain will be heavy, although not as extreme as it would be if the storm were more inland or slower moving. By the time it gets here, it's starting to move northward at a faster clip on Wednesday. So we're talking rainfall amounts averaging 5 to 8 inches, locally more at our beaches and the intercoastal. Averaging about 3 to 6 inches, locally more, a little bit either way of the Interstate 95 corridor, and 3 inches or less near and west of Highway 301. Winds, well, gusts will be as high as 50 to 60 miles per hour or higher at the beaches. Wind gusts will reach as high as 40 to 50 miles per hour along the I-95 corridor and 30 miles per hour or less near and west of Highway 301. Sustained winds at tropical storm force, which would be at least 39 miles per hour, will be possible for a time on and off at the beaches Tuesday night through Wednesday evening, though probably not for a very long period of time. Having said that, many bridges will probably be closed just out of this for the sake of safety and because the beaches are closed and under a mandatory evacuation in most spots. Sustained winds more inland along Interstate 95 should stay below tropical storm force winds as it stands right now and based on again the current forecast track that has at least some potential to shift a little bit either way. And there will still be also an isolated tornado and water spout threat that will be increasing over the next couple of days, peaking Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night into Wednesday. Any of these isolated tornadoes will suddenly and, and uh, quickly, of course, over a relatively small area, produce very high winds and, and considerable property damage, uh, but very hard to predict very far in advance. So those will be small-scale fast-moving circulations and tornadoes that will cause locally uh, more intense damage, and that's when they'll trigger the tornado warnings. Remember, a warning means the tornado is imminent. We'll uh, see the storm moving by uh, about uh, Wednesday afternoon into evening at Jacksonville's latitude, so in other words, due east, and then as it starts to pick up speed off to the north to northeast and moves into or very near the Carolinas, our weather will rapidly improve. Winds become offshore Wednesday night. Surfers will enjoy that on Thursday. The water conditions will still be potentially dangerous. And the sun will shine, we'll dry it out, and the temperatures will soar. We'll be well into the 90s as we get into uh, Thursday and Friday. So to repeat once again, Dorian just about stationary over the western and central portions of Grand Bahama Island over the northwestern Bahamas. 
system will slowly, the hurricane will slowly start to crawl to the northwest and then turn more northward with time. Very near the Cape Canaveral tomorrow and tomorrow evening offshore of our coast, about our latitude due east, in other words, Wednesday afternoon and evening, but offshore by a good 70 to 80 miles and then starting to accelerate off to the north and northeast and headed toward the Carolinas by Wednesday night and early Thursday. Peak impacts for the local area will be Tuesday night, Wednesday, and Wednesday night. With strong and gusty winds at our beaches, a beach beating with rough season surf and very high wave action, and uh, the heavy rainfall at times, conditions will also uh, be significant. Impacts will be significant for the I-95 corridor, though not as severe at the beaches, and then impacts far less consequential uh, from I. How about Highway 301 and more inland from there? Always more in Talking the Tropics with Mike at WOKV.com and ActionNewsJax.com, and you can download for free our First Alert weather app. From the CBS 47 at Fox 30 Action News Jax First Alert Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish.